Hey there, I'm Erica, and this is New Perspectives, where we take a new look at age-old problems so that we can be freed up to shine light and ignite change. I have my friend with me, Blake Cortez. Blake, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? I'm Blake. I'm from uh, New York. been in Florida 15 years, and I come here to help. Praise God, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's awesome. I go to Horizon. I'm a photographer by trade, mm-hmm. by life. Just create stuff. And that's it, man. That, We're here. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Um, Blake is a photographer, and so the this podcast is about a new perspective. So um, I want to know, like, at what point in your life did you know that you were supposed to be a photographer? I didn't. <laughs> I never knew that. I didn't care for it. I went to film school mm-hmm. because I loved making movies as yep. a kid. So I was like, hey, I like doing that. And I'm kind of, I right, let's just do that. Mm-hmm. I want to be a Hollywood. What kind of movies did you make? I made a few short films and stuff like that. A lot of like horror stuff and interesting gangster stuff. And can I like look it up on Google? There's a couple probably you can find. Yeah. Okay. They're kind of... Crazy. Just put Blake Cortez <laughs> in and like yeah. send yourself a call. I'll send you okay. a few links. Yeah, they're they're kind of wild. They're right. not very church friendly. If you know what I mean. <laughs> but at that time, I wasn't very church friendly either. So <laughs> it worked. I guess it figured out. But I got during that time in film school, I got really really sick. Oh. I was like ready to die. Hmm. And then in the hospital, the doctor was like, "Listen, you can't do anything stressful. You need to rest. Your body's like shutting down." Mm. So I was like, oh, all right, well, if I don't do my video stuff, I'm going to lose all this practice. Right. So I was like, oh, let me take photos. It's similar. Yeah. Maybe I can just do that to keep the the talent going so I right. keep learning. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of just, like, took off. That's awesome. Very unexpected, very, I was, like, in film school when kids were like, hey, we're going to go do, I'm going to switch Majors and do photo. I'm like, oh, you can't hang. You're not built for this. You're a sucker. Get out of here. Yeah. But then it's kind of, I got it thrown into it because I never thought it would happen. Yeah. How does your perspective or point of view change when you move from shooting videos and movies to, like, photography where it's, like, more still? So video is there's movement and, you know, um, and then photography is sort of this moment that this moment you capture in time that is still. Like, what is the di- like? How do you have to change your point of view, your perspective, to capture those two things authentically? Well, I looked at it as it was easier mm. because photography is easier yes, than videography. Because okay. I'm not worrying about everything. Mm. I'm just worried about capturing the one moment, mm-hmm. not the 24 seconds within the frame, yeah. not 24 frames within a second. So I don't have to worry if the person's in focus from here to here. Yeah. I just got married about the one second that yep. the person's in focus. So it's much, I figured out it was easier for me to transition over. Yeah. So that kind of helped. But people, from what I hear, have issues transferring from photo to video. Yeah. So I kind of worked backwards, not even knowing what it was happening. So that's how it kind of worked out. And it kind of just took off. I did more with photo within the first year of doing photography than I did with video in like eight years. Yeah. So it was very, very weird. Yeah. Very, very weird, yeah. Um, 
when, in what ways has sort of capturing in videography or in photography, sort of your point of view, using your perspective as a videographer or photographer, in what ways has that taught you or allowed you or encouraged you to live your life differently? In the beginning, it didn't. Mm -hmm. It was just all dollar signs to me. Mm -hmm. Whatever I can make the most money, it's all I cared about. Mm -hmm. So I was doing tons of rap music videos and, and shooting these models or half naked. And like, I just didn't really care because it was paying good money. Yeah. And that was the goal from the beginning. Yeah. It wasn't until I got older and, and kind of found my way to the church or God lit a fire under my butt and said, you need to like get here like ASAP. Yeah. So once that happened, my whole view on everything changed because it, no, it was no longer about, I mean, yes, I love making money, but it's about how I did it yeah. and who's affected. If, if I'm not willing to allow my daughter to see the work I'm doing mm. because I feel like it's a little weird, yeah. what does that say about me, you know? Yeah. What does that say when she's older mm. and she runs into a husband who's shooting bad stuff too? I mean, it's yeah. not bad, but I mean, I just wasn't proud of it. Yeah. So then that's kind of when things started changing. Mm. When I figured out I had to kind of change my life because I was running on this like wheel, a yeah. hamster wheel. Yep. And it wasn't going anywhere. Yep. And every time I would try to do something different, it would never work because I was trying to do it differently. I was trying to do something to change the way I was thinking. And then, and then I got here. You and now in. things different. Yeah. So. Um, Blake and I met because um, in the early days of Horizon Church, Blake yes. was, Chris, my co-pastor and husband, called Blake and hired him to capture a video um, of things that happened on Sunday morning, right? Yes. Um, and so Blake shows up um, one Sunday morning, like gets all these videos and puts this like awesome thing together. We're a brand new church, so even like... I, I love you, but even like hiring him for that was like a little bit of a financial sacrifice for our church. It felt like a, you know, it was something we knew we had to do because we wanted to get our message out there. But it financially, it was like a stretch for us to make that happen. Um, and so the next Sunday, Blake shows up that Sunday, even while I'm like speaking and teaching and everything that's happening, Blake's like capturing all these photos with his camera and stuff. And the next Sunday, Blake comes to church. Do you yeah. remember this? He comes to church. church. And I looked at Chris and I was like, Chris, we don't have enough money to pay him to do this two weeks in a row. Like, <laughs> what? And so Chris is like, I, 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 don't, I don't know why he's here. Like, I, yeah, we can't pay him. Like, I, we don't, like, we're like freaking out kind of about okay, it. Yeah. And, uh, then Chris goes and talks to Blake, and he comes over to me, and he's like, Erica, he's just, like, here for church. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know this story? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I was going to another church, but it was, like, an hour away from where I lived. Mm -hmm. And then that day, while we were waiting for people to come out so we could do the testimonials yep, upstairs yep. in the hallway, yep. I'm sitting in the back. I'm like, oh, man, I feel like this pull mm -hmm. to be like, oh, this is where I need to be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just... Again next week. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't know all that. That's yeah, funny. isn't that funny? That's but I funny. was like, oh my gosh, he's gonna. Um, and then Blake was our first baptism yes, at Horizon you told Church. Me that. that was crazy. Um, so he um, he made a decision to just follow Jesus forever and ever, and um, yeah. we got to be a part of his baptism at Horizon. Um, that was nerve wracking. Yeah, 
I've never been so nervous in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it was very... I had my friend who came yep, too. Yep, yep. And I'm like, yo, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, it's just, it's just God reaching through you. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, man, whatever you're saying, like, yep. let's do this. Because I was trying to get baptized at my other church mm-hmm. that I was going to. And every time it would come to the point where it's getting close, something would happen where yeah. they had to push it back yeah. or rescheduling. And it kept happening. I'm like, what's going on? So when I first made, when I talked to you about it, you was like, all right, let's do this next week. I was like, I'm not ready. Hold on. But like, let's just, and I've always been the type of person to just jump in. Yeah. So like, we remember we were at the, at the, I don't know what it was, the watering hole, the pool, the movable pool. Yep, yep. And you're like, all right, we got to wait. I was like, can I just like jump in right now and get this over with? (laughs) Yeah, because I just, I don't know. I just felt like I had to get it done. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, How did that moment change your perspective? It made me feel like, okay, this is this is legit now. Yeah. Like, this is no longer me talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm representing something bigger now. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I, from that point on, I had to change everything. Yeah. I mean, I was already starting to change because little by little, I was changing my life. But once that point came, it was like, all right, there's no turning back. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, this is where we're going to go. Yeah. And I'm just, I just love it. I want to get baptized again, maybe in a few years. <laughs> I want to go to Israel and get baptized. Baptized, yeah. Remember that baptism. That's awesome. Yeah. So in December, in the middle of the pandemic, December 2020, we um, at Horizon had a couple other baptisms in December. Remember, it's freezing cold outside. Do you oh, remember yeah, this? Oh, yeah, it's very cold. Um, and one of my favorite moments for our church is when I look up, we're meeting outside. I mean, we are in Florida, so... We, like it's probably fifty degrees, but it feels like you it's know so eighteen cold, degrees yeah. here, right? We're not used to the cold. Yeah, so it, it was feels so cold. cold. Um, but I, I remember looking up, and Blake is, um, you know, we're meeting outside, and Blake is pushing this baptismal pool of water, like this big, yeah, huge pool. tub pool of water. Um, he's pushing it down the sidewalk to, you know, for more people to be baptized. And for me, I caught, I got a picture of you, you did, doing you did, that yeah, uh, that day. I became the photographer. But there was just this moment where I realized when we make a decision to follow Jesus before we know it, that like that's really what God does in us, right? Is like we're pushing the baptismal pool out there for more people to jump into this and, yeah. and follow Jesus. Like that's really like it, it's it's our responsibility when we get out of that water to make it available for others. Uh, not because of anything we've done, but because of what Jesus yeah. is doing in us. Um, but that was a real perspective changing moment for me. Um, was watching you push that same pool down that sidewalk that you had been and it was baptized full of water, in. so it's very, very It was. Well, there was, like, water splashing. Yeah, there. I'm like, it was freezing I'm cold. Soaked, but, hey, this <laughs> needs to get here. Oh, that, I do remember that. You had, it, like, splashed out yeah, on Yeah, it me. was splashing everywhere. I was, like, soaking wet, but yeah. it worked. Yeah. We got it there, and, but that's what it's about, right? Like, yep. once you cross, once you cross that path, it's like, okay, now, how many other people can I help yep. get here? Yep. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, I guess that would be it. Yeah, that's so, like, there's so many things in life that you experience, graduations or, you know, weddings or, or whatever, these big moments in your life, but it's so much about, like, you or your next step. 
Um, but there's something about baptism, that moment where you decide to follow Jesus and publicly declare it in front of everyone. There's this moment where the next thing isn't about you anymore. Like, it's not. Yeah. It's not about your marriage, your next accomplishments, what's next for you. What it, It's about what God can do next through you. And it just, like, it really does change everything. It does because I remember when I was doing all my creative stuff in the beginning, mm -hmm. it, everything I did was like, how can I turn this to make more money out of mm -hmm. this, right? How can I spin this to make more money out of mm -hmm. this, to get more jobs out of this? Now, I, I still do that, but it's in a way of, even though I'm trying to make more money and more business out of this, how can I help, how can I do this and help bring people to God also? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's like, now that's the big difference. Yeah. Because no longer about what, you have what you yep. have going on or yep. what you want sometimes what god what we want and what god knows we need are mm -hmm. you know, two totally different things and sometimes it's just difficult to be like ugh. yeah because you feel it yeah you know you're like i want this but then you in your soul it's like yeah but you don't need it yeah no god has something better so you have to kind of like it's hard difficult you're like, all right i'm just gonna see what he does yeah yeah. Um, if there's someone listening today and they say, my point of view, my perspective is limited. Life is stressful and anxious for me. The only thing I can see next is the dollar signs in front of me. Um, I'm not proud of who I am and what I do from day to day. What, what would you say is their number one step? The, what's the first thing they should do? to start to catch a, a glimpse of this new perspective that you've you've experienced in the last couple of years? I would say realize, if you already feel like you're doing something wrong or you're heading in the wrong direction, mm -hmm. realize it and come to terms with it mm -hmm. and be like, okay, this needs to stop. I gotta take a different path. Yep. So start by downloading the Bible app or listening to gospel music. Yeah. There's tons of good music now. <laughs> like I had a friend, like an old, old girlfriend. She was like, hey, I've got to listen to this music. And I was yeah. like, all right. And it's hip hop, like rap. I'm like, oh, this is great. She's like, yeah, that's, that's those are all Christian artists. I was like, wait, hold on. So it even through music, it can open you up. Mm -hmm. A little bit of music that is praising God will change the littlest thing. Mm -hmm. And that starts to feed your little spirit and then it gets bigger and bigger, and then you'll eventually start wanting more. Yeah. And then little by little, that's how it happened. That's kind of how it happened to me. I couldn't. I didn't know what I was doing anymore. Mm -hmm. And an old girlfriend from New York, who had a rough life, mm -hmm. and she was saying how she was saved and all these things that are changing for her. I was like, all right, if it helps her, I know it can help me. Right. And it just started with music. Yeah. And just reading a little bit, just having the conversation. Yeah. If you know somebody who's a Christian, just go and ask a question. Say, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Or what do you think mm -hmm. about this? The more you know, the more your soul, because that's what it is. The spirit starts to feed in you. Yeah. And it starts to grow in you. And you'll, it'll be like you're hungry. That, more and more, and it keeps coming in. That's so funny, because Chris and I, when we talk about... Um, about you or other people that we know in our church, we're just like, they're hungry for Jesus. They're, that's what happens, right? Um, and and your, your new perspective... Um, in the last two years, what Jesus has done is made you hungry not for the next dollar sign, not for the next, like, 
right gig, photography gig or videography gig. But what God's made you hungry for is Jesus. And it's yeah. even turned your craft, like what you're good at, your creativity. Like it's turned it into what can you do next for other people through Jesus. Um, and that that's just a different way of living. Do, do you feel more free? Um, I, I feel less stressed all the time. Mm -hmm. No matter what. It could be a terrible day. It could be a day where... A big job falls through and I lose three grand on something. But in my head, it's like, all right, well, God going to take care of me anyway. Mm -hmm. So I may have lost this, but look at all what I do have. Yeah. I'm alive. I'm blessed beyond my dreams, if you really look at it. Because mm -hmm. there's people, tons of people in this world don't have anything. Yeah. So if you sit back and realize how much you've been blessed and you are blessed, mm hmm then you can't, you can't, you can't, what's the word? You can't realize, you cannot understand that God is real. Because yeah. that's what it comes down to. Some people just don't, they don't see it. Yeah. They don't, their view is this, like this. Once you start opening your view on life in general, you'll see how much God has input in it. Mm -hmm. And that's where change happens. You just have to sit there and think. This, Which people don't do. Yeah, this might not sound related to that, but um, at Horizon, we're studying uh, Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. And it, it says this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And until, like yesterday, I read, and the fruits of the spirit. I thought it was plural, right? Like sometimes I need patience. Let's pick that fruit off that God's growing in me. Sometimes I need peace. Let's pick that fruit off. But it's not fruits of the spirit. It's fruit of the spirit. It's one fruit. Like there's something God's growing in you that tastes like peace and patience and goodness and kind of, like all at the same time. You, it's not pick one at the same time. God's doing all of these things at once. And what I hear you saying is there really is this sense to which God's constantly like integrating our life experiences. Your photography and your career isn't separate from your life following Jesus. Your exactly. free time and what you spend your time listening to and in investing your life into is not separate from your life of following Jesus. What your next steps is is no longer about you. It's about Jesus. And, and it's not just like just Jesus. It's about the God bringing this wholeness to the people around you. Like, who's in your life who's helping you to see sort of these bigger pictures or, or the bigger ways that God um, is at work in our lives? And I, I think that's what continues right now. Every season of my life, I feel like God is, is teaching me something different. But what I hear from you is, is this wholeness that we talk about that God's bringing to our lives is really this sort of stressed out, frazzled life that you were living. Oh, yes. You, you know, so. money's pulling me in this direction. Girls are pulling me in this direction. Family's pulling me in this direction. I feel all pulled, and suddenly there's something about what God offers us through a life of following Jesus that sort of integrates that and pulls yes. it back together. And then that is the fruit that we're offering the world. And it's it's not joy here and peace here. It's it's joy and peace and goodness and self-control all the time. It is. Um, and I just think there's a sense to which we talk about wholeness, but we never really recognize how integrated it is in our lives. I mean, it's I think it's, it's a process. Yeah. A lot of times people... You know, I know people who say, oh, yeah, I used to go to church, but I, I don't go anymore. Mm -hmm. It's because they didn't, 
through, go through the process. It's not, you don't like I got baptized. I didn't jump out with wings. It's like <laughs> that's not how it works. Like, but anything in life that's worth having, yeah. it takes time. It takes yeah. patience, and you mm. work at it. So while yeah. you work at it, it's God working in you. So yeah. you may not have no patience. You don't you know may... anybody like that, do you? Well, uh, yeah. Huh. I don't have many patients. Well, you're not great with patients either, but that's a whole other video. But um, it's like little by little, things change. Mm -hmm. And then if you really pay attention and are, are in tune with it, you realize and people will realize. Mm. Like I know people, because I hear, you know, oh, that guy thinks he's like a holier than that. Like, no, don't get mad at me because I've was willing to change to aim at a life that's something bigger than what is already here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, but people are afraid to change yep. because they're too afraid of what other people would think. Yeah. People that don't even like them. Yeah. And that's a big issue because people are scrolling on all their Instagram and Facebook and it's all, look what this person's doing, look what that person's doing. Mm. And you're comparing yourself. You know, it's like, yep. you don't, we are all made separately and all differently. So God made everybody differently. If you're already comparing yourself to the next person, you're already at a bad start. Yeah. Let God work on you the way you need to be worked on. And I promise you, little by little, things will start changing. And then you won't realize. And that's what that fruit is. Yeah. It's one big fruit that it's not it's not whole. Little yeah. by little, it starts forming. Doom, mm. doom, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just pieces to the puzzle. The big fruit is a big puzzle. Yeah. I love that. I I, I just, that's so good. That our new perspective on this is that the new perspective, the new way of seeing and being in the world because of what Jesus is doing in us and through us, you don't pop the fruit in the microwave and out it comes ready to serve to the world. Yeah. Like it's, it's different. God's like, it's yeah, you're not putting some, and even the church, like, Coming to church every Sunday isn't just God putting you in the microwave, fixing your fruit. There, there's a sense to which it's just this cultivating yeah. sort of all around your life, um, in your career, in your relationships, in your family, in your like in your finances. All of these things together is what God is, is using to to sort of grow a fruit in yeah. you that the world is hungry for. Like, it, yes. gosh. I, I just think about even being at Publix and how rude and harsh people are all the time. It's like they are craving us to have that fruit where we're kind and peaceful and patient, you know? It, it Sometimes it bothers people that when somebody's nice. Yeah. And it's so, like, when I hold the door over somebody, they're like, oh, wow, thank you. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm just holding the door. It's not mm -hmm. a big deal. It's not a 300-pound door. Yeah. It's 10 pounds. Like, yeah. It's okay. But people are so... They've forgotten what it's like to live like in the world that everybody's together. Yeah, which is kind of what Jesus was what yeah. he wanted everybody yep. to live together in harmony. Yeah, kumbaya. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, for real. So it's it's for real. Yeah, yeah, there's this sense to which God's integrating the pieces of our lives so that we can be integrated and and connected to the people around us. Yeah. Um, because I never thought about that, like the fruit of what the church is offering, what as group of this group of people who gather on a Sunday morning, what we are offering to the world is all of these things at once. Not like here you throw them your grape and I'll throw them my orange, but it's yeah. like this this whole goodness that we offer, and there's something about us offering it together that's really beautiful and probably what the, 
like the world probably needs some people who see the world. Yeah, <laughs> that I think way. um yeah, the world needs a lot of help. But the more, I mean, the way I look at it, the more you allow God to work in your life, it'll start branching. It's like a web. Yeah. The web will start bringing it to people. Because yeah. there's people who message me out of the blue. Oh, you know, I used to go to church, but I don't really go to church anymore. But, you know, I look at your photos and then I read what you say. And, you know, it really inspires me to start reading again. Or, yeah. Or just because I put a, a scripture in the caption of my photo. Mm. A photo has nothing to do with the scripture. Yeah. Somebody lifting a, a heavy weight. So it's like, even though I just try to put it out there, yeah. you have to live what you're talking about. Yeah. And there's something about the... Yeah. then people will see that you're fake. Yeah, there's something about that fruit that you offer that should make people hungry for you more. Have to. You more have of to. Jesus, not more of like time with Blake or more. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. but more hungry for Jesus. That's, that's good. That's what it's about. Well, thank you so much for joining us on New Perspectives. If you're struggling with the way you're looking at something in life and you're ready to look at it in a new way, hop on to our Facebook or Instagram or um, any of our social media outlets. Send us a DM. We'd love to, to connect with you and help you um, help you connect to Jesus if that's what you're longing for because it will change right. the way you look at life and it will change the way you live life. And it's worth it, right? And that's how it starts. Yep, it's how it a starts. little bit of change goes a long way. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Be freed up, folks, to shine light and ignite change.